Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Intro to Medical School podcast hosted by your fellow classmates at Sydney Kimball Medical College at Thomas Jefferson University. This podcast was created to answer the questions that we wish we knew the answers to coming into medical school. We hope to provide some insight, alleviate some stress, and help you get the most of your medical school career. Thanks for listening, and we sincerely hope you enjoy this episode. My name is Melissa, and today we will be discussing the approach to a Jeff MD quiz. First, let's go through some background info, like what even is a medical school quiz? The quiz is truly its own entity, not simple enough to rely on knowledge learned during passive lecture watching, but also not quite as difficult as an exam. While an exam ties together many of the concepts and themes that run through an entire body system block, a quiz is specific to the lecture topics and content from a specific week. Just as a side note, you very well could see a few specific quiz-like questions on your exam as well because the quiz learning objectives are still fair game material to pull exam questions from. However, these types of questions would only represent a small percentage of the exam. The end of block exam really assesses if you can take the information you learned and apply it to clinically oriented questions. Be on the lookout for an upcoming podcast that discusses helpful studying strategies specific to a JEFMD phase one exam. Okay, so now we talked a bit about how the quiz is different from an exam. Let's break down the type of content you're expected to know for a weekly Friday quiz. First off, it's important to know that the quiz topic is related to the CBL case that week. For those of you who don't know, CBL stands for case-based learning, which is the small group of students and a faculty preceptor that work together through clinical cases and differentials two times a week. While the case itself will be a specific disease presentation, The quiz will incorporate more general topics surrounding that case, as well as other topics discussed in lectures that are not necessarily directly relevant to the CBL case. You'll be provided a list of learning objectives each week that describes the information you are expected to know for the quiz. The main topics to look out for include anatomy, clinical skills, physiology, biochem, pathophysiology, and pharmacology. These are all topics specifically discussed in lecture, and you can often find the answers to the quiz learning objectives directly in the lecture notes. The other major topic is something I like to call vague questions that require some serious Google searching. Now, these are learning objectives that will require you to use sources like Dynamed, UpToDate, or a general Google search to find a logical answer. Examples of objectives can be anything from Describe how the venom of this specific bug causes a toxic injury to the body. To explain how the burden of disease relates to healthcare cost. These are topics that probably won't show up on a formal medical board exam in the future, but also might be really helpful nuggets of information to keep in mind as a future practicing physician. And if nothing else, they will give you some serious fun fact ammo for the next family Thanksgiving dinner. Okay. So now that you know what might show up on the quiz, how do you approach actually studying for it? One major thing to keep in mind is that the learning objectives for each quiz are not released until midweek to avoid spoiling the CBL case. This only gives you around two days to study. The Jefferson faculty are reasonable people and thus all the quizzes are pass-fail over the course of a block. However, the questions are pulled from anywhere between 20 to 40 pages of written out learning objective notes. So just keep in mind that scoring above the passing threshold is not always an easy thing to attain. 
Before I describe some of my own personal quiz studying tips, I want to make a quick disclaimer. We all have different studying techniques, and these techniques will definitely evolve over the course of medical school. You will even be challenged to change your studying strategies each block as different body systems might require different approaches. So the following are simply the strategies that I found helpful as a first year medical student and are absolutely not all encompassing for doing well on every quiz you might encounter. So this first tip might be the most important one. I would highly recommend encouraging your CBL group to team up for a shared learning objective Google Doc. This will be a serious time saver. The quizzes are much less overwhelming when you have, let's say, only two to four learning objectives to look up instead of maybe 30. If your CBL isn't into that, ask a friend to join a different group's document or create a group yourself. The less questions each person has to do, the more time they have for general block exam studying and outside resources like Anki. As the year progresses, you might decide to change learning objective groups as you might meet new friends and peers, but your OG CBL group gives you a great place to start. So the next one is not everyone's cup of tea, but I found it really helpful. Number two, find a weekly study group to review tough learning objectives with before each quiz. I personally learn the best and retain the most with multimodal studying. I like to hear things, write or draw things, and say things out loud through teaching peers and asking questions. Your time will become more limited as the year progresses, but group studying was a great way for me to meet new friends and immerse myself in the content at the beginning of my first year. Number three, try to understand the learning objective answer instead of just blindly accepting that another student's answer is correct. We're all fallible, and sometimes our answers are wrong. If we knew all the medical facts, we would not need to be in medical school. It only takes getting a quiz question wrong once due to an incorrect learning objective response to get your spidey senses tingling when reading a potentially incorrect learning objective answer in the future. So be on the lookout. Number four, give yourself some time on Friday mornings before the quiz to quickly review the learning objectives one last time. I would get up a little early so that I had an hour to sip on a Wawa coffee and casually peruse the learning objectives in the lecture hall. This Friday morning ritual always gave me more confidence in my answers going into the quiz. My final tip, and honestly this one might actually be the most important one, five, do not be too hard on yourself for failing a quiz. You are most certainly not the only one, and depending on your science background, some weeks will simply be harder than others. Also, it's important to keep in mind that quizzes do not count into your class rank. So use this very low risk, minimally consequential assessment as an opportunity to evaluate your studying strategies from the week prior and adjust for the next week as you see fit. You have a huge support system at Jeff. So if you aren't sure how to make changes, I encourage you to reach out to your Dean, your Big Sib mentor, any AOA member, and really any upperclassman you meet. We've all been that overwhelmed MS1 before and we are happy to pass on the wisdom we've learned throughout our medical school journey onto you. So those are most of my high yield tips on approaching a Jeff MD quiz. I hope you found some of them helpful. I want to end this podcast with a message I think is particularly important for you to remember as you embark on your own medical school journey. As preclinical students, we are often reminded that we shouldn't treat each quiz like it's an exam in the sense of treating the weekend following a quiz like a quote, post-exam weekend. You will soon discover that post-exam weekends are exclusively for relaxing and catching up on life unrelated to school content. 
While it's important to use your weekends after quizzes wisely, in terms of catching up on lectures or outside resources like Anki, Boards and Beyond, etc., I do want to leave you with some advice. Medical school is a marathon, not a sprint. First year medical students are only just starting to train for that marathon, and therefore you are going to need to take breaks along the way. I cannot stress enough the importance of always keeping your own mental and physical wellness as a priority. So of course, I agree that you should not take the whole weekend off from studying after each quiz, despite how similar it feels to an exam week in terms of information cramming. However, I highly encourage you to find purposeful and dedicated time to see friends or family, find a new restaurant happy hour in this wonderful city, meditate, train for the actual marathon you've been wanting to compete in, really just find something that will give your brain a break. Medical training is long and hard, but finding a balance between school and life makes it feel less like a sprint to the end and more like a journey you can enjoy along the way. Thanks for listening, and I hope you come back for more AOA podcasts in the future. Thank you for listening to our episode today. We are here to help. If you have any questions about the topics we covered, suggestions for future episodes, or just want someone to chat about medical school with, please email us at skmc.podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, and until next time.